Hi, welcome to True Creeps, where the stories are true and the creeps are real. We'll cover stories from grotesque gore to the possibly plausible paranormal, to horrifying history, to tense and terrible true crime, and everything else that goes bump in the night. We're your hosts, Amanda, and I'm Lindsay, and we want you to join us while we creep. We cover mature topics. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. So last weekend was the first weekend of the When We Were Young concert tour experience thing that Amanda went to. Yes. And that is a story within itself because there's a cancellation, craziness, all kinds of things happened. And... So, of course, we're going to talk about the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. Yes, because I have seen people talking about it for the last couple months leading up to the concert. Oh, but I've seen this for years. Oh, well, of course, for years. But I mean, like, it's been on my feed daily again. It's it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, like, I was a teen when she became, like, the thing, right? When she was complicated. When she became complicated. And I went to her concert, like, pretty early on when she was, like, a thing because I was dating a guy whose father owned the venue. And I remember being like, oh, this is so cool. This is so great. But, like, looking back, the version of the person that I saw then and liked then seems so different from the person that we see now yeah as avril and it's not altogether strange that a pop star would grow up that's not strange but i think the way that she represents herself and the way that she carries herself and all of these things are a bit different and if you look at like comparable women in pop at that same time christina aguilera still seems like christina aguilera britney she's been through some things but she still seems like britney pink seems like pink still right like they all seem like just an older version of themselves whereas to me like i feel like avril does seem like a bit different and we'll get into it more in a moment but a bit different i will say i appreciate that you called her pop because the amount of people saying that she is punk oh cute brain cute (laughs) Cute. (laughs) For those going this coming weekend, because there is one more day of the festival, we'll have to know your thoughts about her and the theory we're going to tell you about. So let's just get into this conspiracy theory, shall we? So some people think that the real Avril Lavigne died in 2003 and was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa Vandela. And the rumor became fairly popular in 2011 because of a Brazilian blog post titled Avril Estamorta, or Avril is dead. However, some people online claim the discussion started to happen after her second album release. And per the theory, Avril was struggling with fame after her first album was released, Let Go, and occasionally had used a body double actress, Melissa, to stand in her place for things like interviews and to help cut down on the paparazzi following her. Which is fair. They're brutal. They are brutal. And per this theory... Melissa and Avril were also friends because they spent time together, right? And so, again, per this theory, Avril died by suicide after a deep depression stemming from the death of her grandfather and pressures of creating a new record after that first one was such a success. And there are also other theories that we've heard throughout the years. Like there was an accident and that the record company replaced Avril full time with Melissa. So that basically anything after let go is supposedly Melissa and not Avril, with the exception of the second record, 
where some believe it's both of them because they think that Avril died during the recording of Under My Skin. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And that album is pretty different. Yeah, I mean, I also think that, like, she was 19 when her first album came out, and the disconnect between the two feels like the difference between being 19 and being in, like, your 20s. Yeah, and she appealed to everyone her age, so that makes sense. So I will say, too, like, for these theories, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of things as to, like, what evidence is there? I argued with myself while researching and over the years because I didn't really look into it so much until after the show. But there's some points where I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah, that makes sense. And then there's some where I'm like, mm, no, like, especially the album. People grow yeah. with each album, right? Like, how many times have you heard, I like their old stuff? Right. Oh, yeah. Because they change completely. Like their vibe is completely different. And so this one, I'm like, mm, people change. So that original blog Lindsay mentioned had, quote unquote, evidence like the disappearance of moles, changes in handwriting, Avril's nose being different and clothing styles changing. But there are also more things that have come up over the years. One of the uh, I would say strangest things that Avril did or Melissa, I guess is there was a promotional photo shoot and it has like Avril looking at the camera and her hand is like kind of in front of her and written on her hand is the word Melissa. I searched for a while for like the original photo shoot and couldn't find it. However, I did find when I did a reverse image search that there was a tweet and it's all the way back from 2013 and it's from avril-l.org and it says, thanks Avril Lavigne and Prizio for the coolest photo. So glad the Avril Foundation reached its fundraising goal. And then one of the tweets below says, oh, my God, is that your name written on her hand? So I went to the Avril L org Twitter and it looks like the admin is named Melissa. But this photo is everywhere on every Avril conspiracy site. So could be fake or it could just be a shout out to this admin for whatever fundraiser they did forever ago. Interesting. Some theories say that Melissa started feeling a little guilty for like taking over Avril's life. And uh, I have seen, too, that some people think that, like, she didn't think she would do it for life. She thought maybe they'd, like, ride the hype of the second album and then she'd just kind of stop. But the record company was like, more, give us more money. Yeah, I mean, that's very, very fair. Also, by the way, she's absolutely stunning and, like, gorgeous. Is she not? She is. She is. Yeah. So going back to that blog again, there is a quote that, I mean, is interesting. It makes sense. It says, I've never seen a singer change her style of singing, writing, dressing, and behaving as much as Avril did. And everyone was talking about it at the time. Everyone was talking about the sudden and radical change in Avril's style and personality. It wasn't just the style or the way of dressing that changed. Her style is different. Her musicality is different. The lyrics follow another line. In short, she is someone else. And it is a little oddly worded, but I think it's because it's translated. Remember, it was a Brazilian article. I also think, though, that in the same vein, first off, have you seen the movie Josie and the Pussycats? Secondly, I could easily see somebody who is like relatively talented, gorgeous, being swept up into all of this. That style became very popular then, too. So then I'm sure designers wanted to dress her. So she suddenly had the opportunity to do that. Just for my anti-theory theory. That definitely could be it. I think it's more just going off of like her articles where she's like, I don't like this. I don't like dressing like that. Or um, she'd rather be comfortable. And then all of a sudden, like, I guess over the years, though, it changed to all pink and all dresses and all like, 
you know, very girly things. Um, Another thing that a lot of people like to point out is her nose is different. But in all honesty, nose jobs exist. So that didn't really sway me one way or another. Yeah, agreed. In addition, this is the one where I'm like, huh, I wonder if perhaps the measurement was off when they measured her the first time. Mm -hmm. But here's a weird thing. Obviously, people's heights can change, but generally they grow taller, right? Mm -hmm. In this instance, in 2002, Avril was labeled at about 5'2". And now she's like five foot or five one. Interesting. Yeah. So like, that's interesting. But like, again, that could be a mistake. It could be whoever put her height online in 2002, maybe mistyped. It's close enough where it's not that weird of a difference to me. Yeah, you're right. But also like, let's say it was true. That would be very strange. That's true. That's true. Her handwriting also looks different. And so does her autograph. And if you think about the fact that if you go to Disney and they sign the same, although it is not the same person playing each princess. Right. You would think that if you were the double, at the very least, you would have learned how to sign her name, how she signed her name. Yeah. If I could sign my mom's name at like 10 on things, she could do this. (laughs) And again, I come at you with, okay, when you first signed your name, is it different than how you sign your name now? Um, not my first name. Not really. It hasn't changed all that much. Now, now let me ask you the secondary question. If you had to sign your name hundreds, thousands of times, would you change it? Maybe, but I don't recall it getting shorter. I feel like if I had to sign it that much, like I would just do a little scribble and call it good. Yeah, like I often when I sign my name now, like I have my whole sprawling one, but I also initial and oftentimes I will initial. So like I would that wouldn't be surprising to me. But even if like it changed after doing it so many times. So there's also a good comparison online with her written lyrics and a 2017 New Year's Eve post where there's a picture of her actually writing something. And the word chorus was all in lowercase and her writing was mixed with cursive. But in 2017, the word chorus is all in uppercase and there is no cursive in sight. Now, I will tell you, my handwriting varies so drastically based on what I'm doing. I will often write in all caps in things. Sometimes it's full script. Sometimes it's half lowercase. Sometimes it's half script. Sometimes it's both on the same piece of paper. It depends on what I'm doing and if I need to see it later. But my dad, his handwriting is in all caps. Like he's uh, like he's writing a comic book because, you know. And so <laughs> uh, like part of my handwriting is sometimes like that. So I'm like, again, different situations, different writing. People also think that there are some hints that were left in some of her songs, especially in Under My Skin, specifically in both Nobody's Home and My Happy Ending. Also, in 2014, when her her Hello Kitty music video came out, there was some fans leaning into the rumor that the real Avril wouldn't have made that. And the cultural appropriation, the video also had a lot of people talking. You know, like, fair. Very, very fair. Have you seen that video, by the way? I'm pulling it up immediately. I just want to note that Lindsay's watching this video for the first time. Her eyes got gigantic and she's covering her mouth. It's that bad. (laughs) But like, wouldn't you hope that, you know what, she would never make this? The backup dancers are fully dead in the eyes. I love her reaction to this. This is just, if you haven't watched this video, at least look at it because it is 
a disaster. She looks cute. I could say that. That that's my one good thing about it is she does look good. Okay, I couldn't hear anything you were saying while I was watching that. But all I can tell you is that that makes me think of Gwen Stefani. Yes, it does. That is absolutely and three hundred percent like she is trying to be who Gwen Stefani was when she went solo, which also, by the way, was highly problematic. Yes. Highly problematic. And I don't think enough people talk about that. But it absolutely seems like she's like, wait, I can go do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Very, very weird. Yikes. No one asked for that. I can see why fans were like, oh, no, like my girl wouldn't make that. My girl wouldn't do that. I think that I'll reserve my opinions until the end. Until the end. <laughs> It is something. All right. So let's get into, is it true? Right? Because like I said, like I've battled this. I heard about it years and years ago and I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, like wrote it off. And then as it's been on my feed every day, I'm like, oh, wait, is it? And then I fight with myself internally. So I'm not completely sold. But there are some things that I've seen and read that make me go, huh. For instance, during the VMAs in 2021, I kept seeing crazy tweets and posts about her and I watched some clips and I compared them to Avril and how she spoke early in her career. So a lot of people are like, oh, she speaks differently. And I'm like, yeah, that can happen, right? Like, obviously, people grow up, they speak differently. And especially because I want to say she moved to the States and she was in Canada before. Of course, she's going to have kind of a different accent in a way, right? But it's not only that, it's how she speaks that is different too, which I'm like, that's weird. Because before she like, in her interviews, and she could have practiced interviewing a lot more, obviously, but she was like very shy and would like kind of just give very basic answers. And now when she speaks, it's like, um, it's hard to explain. Oh, she seems like a literal fucking doll came to life. She doesn't seem like a human. Thank you. Sorry. I was like, I'll say it. She seems like a... uh music industry plant like nothing like completely inauthentic yes completely everything about her is like an ad to get you to want to consume something like you want to have the hair she has the lipstick she has or you want her your eyebrows to look like her you want to wear her shoes she seems like she's that yeah and it's very bizarre it's a bizarre feeling to be like someone is trying to sell me aspects of this person that's true and while i was researching her i had no idea that she's been married multiple times. I only knew about the guy from Sum 41. Mm-hmm. I think Derek's the same. Yeah. I didn't know she was married to Nickelback. Yeah, she was. What? The whole band. The whole band. <laughs> There's one entity in my brain. But I didn't know that. And then I've seen some people go, oh, she more just like forms to who she's with. And whoever she collaborates with is who she becomes. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I see that. I see that. Okay, I mean, yeah. Look who she's dating now and how she is now. I don't want to. Yeah, but even before that. But even before that. Interesting. And we're not a gossip site, I promise. This is this is a conspiracy. This so, one time. This one time. <laughs> this one like, time. We do have the, what is the, the hot goss and the what deets? We have the deets and the hot goss. Deets and the hot goss is what it is. <laughs> so in one old interview from 2002, another interesting part of this, she says that her best friend at the time is her guitar player, Evan. And like, she lights up when the interviewer asks her this question. There's a bunch of different things that were asked. And she just kind of like, very basic answers. But when they ask her, who's your best friend? She's like, oh, it's my guitarist, Evan. And like, she's happy and lights up. And you could tell like, they probably are best friends, right? Like the way she speaks about him. Well, 
there's also interviews of like the whole band hanging out, right? And answering questions and they are joking, they're smiling, everything. It could be acting for all I know. I don't know. But like, I genuinely thought, yes, they are best friends. But then in 2004, Evan left to pursue his own music career, which would have been right after she supposedly died, right? Mm -hmm. In an interview, he discusses wanting to play his own music, which like, absolutely fair. If you're like, I've done this for my friend for a long time. I want to grow on my own. Like, I get it. But the way that he talks about her doesn't come off as a BFF. So here's a couple just small quotes that I got from one of the interviews. Quote, I'd rather play my music for 10 people than play Avril's in front of 10,000 people. If it was my best friend, I would probably phrase that a little differently, right? Like, I don't know. I just came off a little like, no, I actually, I don't think that that's that bad at all like to me that makes a lot of sense because chances are look she was either replaced or she changed significantly and she changed from this person who was relatable and was like an average human yeah right and i i mean like if i was him i would also be like oh this version of you i don't like the most that's fair, but I, I just feel like I would have fluffed it up a little bit more. Like, I've enjoyed playing for all of these crowds, but it's my turn to start from scratch or, you know, like, and grow my own music. Also, he says, quote, she's great, and this decision has nothing to do with anyone personally. I get along with her and the band and consider them all family. I wish them all the best in the future. I don't know. Reading the interview, I felt like it could go either way. Like he's just talking about an everyday person or like, you know, when bands break up and they go, nothing against the band. We're still our best friends. And then you're like, oh, they actually hated each other. Definitely not. Yeah. That's the vibe I got. I could be just misreading it, but I thought it was interesting. And here's something else, though. He has had other projects with her after this. So it's like, Again, either way. But there is one other thing. So in his song, The Best Years of Our Lives, there are some questionable lyrics like September took me by surprise. And so he did leave the band in the month of September. And that may have been when Avril died. Also, it's been so quiet since you're gone. And every day feels more like a year. And the chorus, I'd never thought this could ever end. I never thought I'd lose my best friend. Everything is different now. Can we stop the world from turning? Hmm. And the song itself features Avril or Melissa. Yeah, like I go again back and forth. And like in this his song, the lyrics seem like he lost a best friend, right? Like for sure. He, he literally says it. But like he collabed with his so-called best friend to make the song. So that was interesting. So I've seen people be like, that's Melissa. And then speaking of Melissa, if she was an actress, you would think there might be some information somewhere about her before she took over for Avril. For sure. For sure. Um, Melissa, if it is a fabrication, it would totally make sense because isn't her name pretty convenient being Vandella and like all I think is the Mandela effect? That's true. That's true. But I feel like I've seen this Around years before I ever heard of Mandela effects, you know? Yeah, but years ago, all I heard was Melissa. And then she had a last name. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I want to say, too, that the original blog never actually named her. I think the name came later. Hmm. So maybe. Speaking of that blog, I want to address the end and the conclusion area of the blog. And again, like I didn't read this back in 2011. It could have 
absolutely changed since then. It is still up and we'll have the um, link to it in our show notes. You'll just have to translate it. But at the end, there's an area labeled conclusion. And it's a pretty lengthy article. So I don't think everyone quite got through it. They got what they wanted from it and left. Hmm. But at the end, it says something along the lines of, what I would like to draw attention to people who read my blog is how the world is susceptible to believing in things, however strange they seem, simply because a group already believes and affirms it, or because it involves many coincidences and spectacular elements. And overall, the blog was created to show how conspiracy theories can look true. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So interesting, right? Because this blog came out after the rumor had already started. And it has like various videos and, you know, tons of things that can kind of get you off the topic for a little bit. And you'll get reading somewhere else and kind of forget to go back to the blog. But it is crazy to see how like an idea can spread because I guess a lot of different news articles and avenues got their information from the blog itself. Yeah. Well, and so a writer for Nylon, Sophia June, said employing the doppelganger theory is taking the cliche of saying you like an artist's early stuff to the most absurd level. And she talks about how Avril's original image is just so precious to us and that it's more convenient to think that she died rather than to accept that she changed. And that's exactly what I think is true here, right, is that it's a lot easier for us to go like, no, 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 no. It's a whole new person than it is to accept like she grew up. (laughs) She changed her style. And I will say, too, like Amanda mentioned earlier that at one point she was saying, oh, like I like to wear comfy clothes. I don't like to wear this. I don't like to wear that. But it's a lot different when you see how differently people treat you when you dress one way versus the other. That's true. And as a female, too. Like, yeah. I was going to say, was like, as a woman, like, we'll be going out somewhere to, like, do something very quickly. And Penn's like, you do not need to get all dressed up. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, but I'm more comfortable this way because, like, the world's a nicer place to exist in when I, like, put mascara on. It's disgusting, but it's still true. Yeah. And so, like, I would imagine for a pop star, that would even be more true. For sure. For sure. Like, there are some things where I'm like, huh, that's that's a weird change, like the height, of course. And if everything was 100 percent accurate, right, then maybe that that would be very strange and that would be a little more believable. But like, I've seen so many close ups this week of her face and her freckles. And I'm like, you know how many makeup tutorials can hide all of that? You can put your freckles where you want them. You know, like that. That doesn't sway me. Yeah. You can now cover your tattoos with foundation. So like, yeah, you can cover up a freckle. Yeah. Same thing with her arms. I've seen so many diagrams of her arm and the freckles on her arms and also angles and lighting and things like that play a part. Even if you take a picture of someone's arm in a different light, it's going to look different. You're going to see more freckles or less freckles or whatever. Yeah. And I will say again, for the longest time before researching I was like, okay, yeah, that could be a thing. But then as I was researching, I was looking at so many close-up pictures, like I said, of freckles and things like that. And what I did is I brought up just pictures of her smile over the years. Yeah, I, I looked at that too when I was like scrolling through. Yeah, we ID people by their teeth, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's take a look at her teeth. So there's tons of pictures of her teeth and her smiling her mouth open, like just so many different things and different angles and all of that. 
So her teeth are the exact same, like down to this tiny little chip on the right side of her smile. One of her teeth on the bottom jaw is a little skewed. And of course, I know a lot of people talk about her canine teeth. They're sexy teeth. They're pretty unique. They're sharp. They're sharp. And those are all the same. So I know that people can change their smile 100%. I totally get that. But like, why would they do every individual little thing instead of just fixing and straightening like every celebrity does, right? Where they have like that total fake smile. I feel like that would be easier to achieve instead of every little chip that's in her teeth. Yes. Right? She has a beautiful smile. I'm not like ragging on her smile at all. But like... No, she has like a human mouth. She does. And it's unique. I don't know. But I think that if someone was standing in her place, they would have rather fixed and straightened and had the perfect celebrity smile rather than adding a chip to one tooth and moving a bottom tooth and all of that. Now, the real question, though, don't really think that she's a different person. I more so think that she's probably a vampire because she has not aged. Oh, yes, she has. Yes, she has. (laughs) A little. She, She stopped aging after like 23. No, she has a good plastic surgeon. Okay, well, I need that. And let me show you why. Let me show you why. Because I want you to look at any literal, any picture of her. One of the things that I looked at was, what does her mom look like? Because I think that that's a good indication of like, what might someone look like as they age? And if you look at her mom, she looks pretty similar, doesn't she? Like you can see that that's her mom. Yeah, like in the, especially like the eyes and the nose area. Yeah, their laugh lines are the same. But also what I was going to say is, uh, let's take a, a great picture of Avril. And I want you to draw your attention to her eye area and how it's a little snatched up there. And then I'm going to show you somebody else who I think the world has agrees that she's probably had plastic surgery because your face doesn't just turn into this. But look at her upper eye area, how it's just kind of snatched like that. Yeah. compared to how she was younger. And I think that is what people are seeing, is that they're seeing a very subtle lift in the eyes area where it looks like a little bit more snatched and you can see their um, cheekbones a little bit more fully. I'm looking at a picture of Angelina Jolie, right? Because gorgeous throughout her life. But if you saw her in Foxfire, she looks substantially different. To me, it's a similar difference. That's the difference to me. I think it's plastic surgery. Cute, nice, subtle, lovely, whatever. Live your life. You get to do what you want. But I think that's what people are saying. Um, I like the vampire theory more. Love it. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> but yeah, so tell us your thoughts. This is just a small bit of what people have found that is supposedly evidence. But tell us what you think. Do you think Avril Lavigne, the person playing at the When We Were Young festivals, Is the true Avril or do you think that it is someone else or is it that she just aged? Yeah, we need to know. We need to know. Need to know. And also, do you think it's funny how much energy that people have expended on this theory? Oh, my gosh. I had to cut myself off. You had to cut yourself off. Because there's just so many diagrams and things like that. Oh, yeah. Let me look at this one. Oh, you know what? No, that mole I've seen before. You know, like. People have like the little red string boards where they're like, and then she looked this way to the left. And that's how you knew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, yep, lighting. Yep, lighting. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So there's so much. But we try to condense it a little for you. Always. Always. Well, with that, this has been another little shorty. We've got perhaps one, maybe two more for you, depending on when we release this one. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for being here. I don't know. I can't speak. 
Thanks for creeping with us. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And as always, a special thank you to our patrons who support us via Patreon. Please see the link in our show notes to learn more about how you, yes, you, can begin to haunt the dump, guard vortexes, or even become a scorching Sasquatch. Also in our show notes, you can find the link to our website, more information on our sources, our social media handles, and our merch store. We'd love for you to keep creeping with us. So if you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the show with your fellow creeps and or ghosts. I beg of you. (laughs) 